Hi, it's John Cronshaw here with my review of the year. So this is basically me looking back at 2022. So yeah, this has been an interesting year, I have to say. Um, so it started off, as most years do, in January, yes. In January, I had high hopes for this month. So this was my launch of my new series, book one in Dawn of Assassins. And I had done a lot of work to get this launch together. Um, I'd even done a lot of things like interviews, podcasts, spent quite a bit on advertising, even got a BookBub new launch deal, which don't use them. They're terrible. Um, yeah, really bad. Um, so, yeah, I did a lot to try and get this book off the ground. And when I released the book, found out that I'd uploaded the wrong manuscript. So basically my most loyal fans, most loyal readers, you know, the people who pre-ordered, the people who got it on day one, they got the wrong book. Not only did they get the wrong book, it was a book that they had probably already read for free because of being on my mailing list. So that was gutting. It also had an impact on my reviews. So it's still... I think it still had a lingering effect. It's had a lingering effect on the sales. Like, I thought that this book would sell much better than it did. Um, I think that the reviews, I think it's like 4.2 stars. 6% of those reviews are people complaining. One-star reviews about it being the wrong book. So it should be a higher rating, but it isn't. So there's a lot of things where I think, should I pull the book? Should I try again? You know, it's got 118 reviews at the moment. And, you know, most of those are really good reviews. Um, and it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I maybe just need to wait until that book is done. Wait until I've got book three launched. See how book three goes and decide whether to do a book four. And whatever happens, I will do the first three books in a box set probably by the end of next year. Um, so, yeah, that. That was really gutting, um, really disappointing. You know, I'd put a lot of hope into that. I put a lot of uh, research and effort into that book, but it just didn't work out for me. And I think that kind of set the tone in a way for a lot of the first half of last year. I think there were a lot of frustrations. Um, I don't think my mental health was that great. I think, you know, because... Um, you know, the year before, I think in the October and early November, I was in I was in a pretty bad place mentally, just really struggling. Felt like I was running on empty. Had the trip to Egypt. That was a really good boost to me. Um, but I don't know whether it was a kind of genuine, you know, whether I needed to kind of do more rest and things like that. So, yeah, I think there was definitely an, an issue going on behind the scenes. Um at the time, in, in January as well, I wrote the book Blaze of Wolfsbane. So I think in the September before, I'd started writing Trial of Thieves. Um, and then just because of lots of things going on, Egypt and, uh, you know, writing this novella and things like that. Like there were lots of interruptions, uh, lots of things getting in the way of the flow. You know, a book launch takes a lot of work and effort. So again, that blocked the flow as well. So yeah, January high expectations and yeah just wasn't great moving into february then i found this month very frustrating i seem to recall um a lot of things going on with uh what is it my 
computer, saving over files, messing files up, um, all to do with this thing called OneDrive, where it was saving as a co-op. Like There was just loads of stupid stuff going on with it, and I never really worked out what was going on. So even though I have disabled OneDrive completely from a computer, um, just this last week it has started trying to save into OneDrive again. So I don't know how to stop that because it is infuriating and it messes up my files really bad. Um, so, yeah, just that was frustrating. Made me lose quite a bit of work, a lot of progress. Um, also, that month, my son was ill, so he was off school for a bit and then there was a half term. and um, So there were a lot of interruptions. Um, and then, you know, I did some work on trial of these getting back into that book and also and i don't know i think i do this sometimes you know i've done it in the past where um i don't know i don't know why i do it um and i've I've told myself to stop doing it really but i get this idea of like starting up a side business or um you know diversify my income by doing something different and really i need to focus on the fiction so i did start putting down uh, you know, getting the website and building up social media and things like that for a thing called Indie Author Mastermind, which was my idea to, um, you know, basically have a, a author resource, you know, because there isn't enough of those out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I started building that and spent a lot of time and I would say mental energy focusing on that. Um, don't know why, again, it's you know, I just need to tell myself, you know, I'm I'm not as happy writing nonfiction as I am fiction. Um, I think, I, I don't know, maybe it was the disappointment of the Dawn of Assassins launch or, you know, any any number of factors. As I say as well, you know, the mental health thing. I don't know if I was in the best place to be making good decisions uh, about my future at that point, but there we go. So looking back at March, yeah, I think my kind of focus was all over the place. You know, I worked on um, this first Ravenglass Legends book. Um, I worked on Trial of Thieves. I worked on the Indie Author Mastermind. I was doing interviews and things. So I, I don't know, I had a lack of focusing on one project. And I abandoned the method that I had been using for Trial of Thieves. So I had been using a method called cycling, which is, uh, you know, a lot of authors use it. Dean Wesley Smith is, you know, he's a big champion of this. He reckons that, you know, it's the best method, basically. And I need to just stop listening to authors proclaiming that theirs is the best method. The best method is the one that works, and that doesn't work for me. Um, The one that works for me is to get the shitty first draft down, just get it down as fast as I can, you know, just really get it out of my head, dictate it if I need to, write it, whatever whatever it needs to get it out of my head, just to get it out of my head, get it on the page, and then work on a second draft where I make it better, you know, usually doubling the word count almost, and then a third draft where I'm focused on the rhythm and making the world feel like it's lived in. So, you know... That's what has worked for me in the past. I tried this new method, and it worked for Dawn of Assassins fine, but Trial of Thieves, that book, you know, that that was a a trial, let's say, for me. 
Um, but yeah, I, I could, you know, listen back to my March episodes and yeah, I just felt the lack of focus really badly. Um, so yeah, again, I, I don't know. Yeah, Mar- March was an interesting month, I think, because I think that I did make quite a bit of headway with the Trial of Thieves book. I felt like I got a bulk of that done. But then, you know, before I finished it, doing um, stuff on the Ravenglass Legends book one and doing stuff with the Indie Author Masterminds, you know, that's not good. That's not focused work. Um, so, yeah, this is also the month where I got on TikTok. Yes. So I promised myself I would spend, you know, six months trying to build up an audience. And I don't know. I'm just not very good at this kind of thing, I don't think. So I don't know. Like, I think my last few TikTok videos had less than 100 views, which is, that's basically nothing on TikTok. So, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of followers earlier on and... I think the early videos did all right, but then I think once people realised what they were getting from me, they they were done. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I still post my author diary videos on TikTok, but, you know, I was doing between, I don't know, three and five videos a day for several months, um, just really trying to make it work, really trying to get that audience growing, um, but it didn't work, and I don't want to fall into that sunk cost fallacy again where I think I've invested lots of time on this and it hasn't worked so I should keep doing it until it does work so yeah I think the thing with with TikTok is if you can make it work great but it's not for everyone and it's not for me it doesn't fit with my personality I don't think um you're spending your time thinking about oh what can I do on my next video what kind of thing can I ask it's like that is all creative energy that is all time energy that can be spent working on books so interesting that you know i found trial of thieves difficult i felt like i don't know a lot of uh trouble mentally over that time and i think the tiktok thing really didn't help you know and i, and I wasn't just doing it on tiktok so i'd do the video for tiktok and then it'd be like okay post it to instagram reels post it to youtube post it to facebook post it to clapper uh, promote it on Twitter. Um, so it was like this whole big effort um, to try and make this work, and it didn't. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not um, regretting doing it, but it was also a waste of time. Uh, but it was good to kind of see what worked and what didn't. As we moved into April, I set up a Facebook group for the Ravenglass universe. That has been growing steadily and I do get some interaction on that. So I'm just trying to build up a community. Um, I think on a recent Author Diary, I talked about the idea of AI and the importance of building up, uh, you know, around the person, leading into what's human about you. And so that is what that is what the group is for. That is just another way of doing that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do post daily on there, and I get comments and questions and things like that. So that you know, I want it to be bigger. I want it to be more interaction. Um, so that is something I'll be focused on over the next year. Um, yeah. So, but the TikTok and video things, yeah, that that didn't work out. And of course, April, as with all Aprils, was uh, interrupted for two weeks by the Easter holidays. 
Uh, which again, you know, it takes me out of Trial of Thieves. So I got back into that, working on the redraft throughout the rest of April. And yeah, I think I realised how bad the uh, kind of dictated elements were. It was very frustrating to deal with. It was um, like a very odd translation job trying to work through some of that. Um, and But what is good is, is that has meant that now I've been doing dictation on later projects um what i do is i will dictate the scenes in the morning and then i'll just go over them it won't be an edit in the sense of the um you know the cycling method where i'm working on the scene but what i will do is we'll go through what i've recorded what has been transcribed at the end of the day make sure that it just says what it's meant to say and kind of clean it up a little bit um you know as long as I can make out what it means, then that is good. Um, so, yeah, that is something I have built in now to my process. And, you know, I'm working on this book at the moment and it is going well. It worked really well with Crucible of Shadows. But, you know, I, I mean, it's April, end of April, going into May, and Trial of Thieves is still there lingering. And I'm doing work on... Ravengrass Legends as well, so I don't know. It's a bit of an odd one because, yeah, I think just what I've learned this year is just to focus on one project at once. You know, I think I like I like the idea of, um, you know, being able to do one project in the morning that's at a different stage, do a different one in the afternoon, but I think the actual time cost of that, um, I think there's a lot to be said for just getting the first draft out and focusing on that in may i turned 40 so i did a lot of stuff to do with my 40th birthday celebrations so i went to see the band tool so these are a how would you describe them like a prog metal band you know i've really liked tools since i was a teenager never seen them live before so i really enjoyed seeing them um there was also the half term break and so I think I spent most of that month working on the redraft of Trial of Thieves. In June, I finished Trial of Thieves. I got that completely done. Third drafted, finished, checked, sent to the editor. So that was great. That book took me nine months with everything that was going on, which, you know, that's far too long for my liking. Um, but yeah, I spent the bit of time doing outlining for Crucible of Shadows, which is the book three in that series, getting ideas for that. I think I put, um, what was it, uh, Ravenglass Legends aside. Um, and then, what was it, I went to Madrid for the 20 books to 50k conference. So again, that was, I don't know, I kind of reflect on that now and I don't think I was in, I wasn't my best self at that conference. I think I felt... Uh, a bit low, a bit depressed. Um, I found it hard work being sociable, <laughs> perky. Um, but yeah, I think I got a lot of information from that. Um, and yeah, it was quite tiring, but I had a really good time. And I went with my wife. You know, my wife, she has been teaching for several years. And over the past few years, we have been getting her out of teaching, reducing her days in teaching while she builds up her editing business. So this was a cool little thing for her, um, you know, going during a school half term to a book conference in Madrid, 
Um, it was great. We had a lot of fun. Really enjoyed the city. Uh, it was a bit of a whirlwind tour, you know. We did the conference in the day, explored the city in the night. Uh, so, yeah, really cool. I really want to go back to Madrid, actually. It's a cool city. Um, I also joined the... What was it? The Science Fiction Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers Association, SFWA. Um, and I'll be honest, I've not been that enamoured with them. You know, I've been in it for six months. I don't feel like I've got any value whatsoever from being a member. I think part of the issue is their orientation, the, the way that, you know, that, like if I was to do an organisation like this and you got put onto a mailing list, I would have, let's say, a few weeks automation sequence where you got a few emails going, here's what we do, this is where the things are, here's how you find this. Instead, you just kind of dropped in and they've got a, what is it, a Discord channel, which, um, you know, that's basically where they do a lot of their announcements and chat and things. And Discord for someone with visual impairment is just almost unusable. It's a terrible thing to use so i've not been able to get value from that and it also feels like because of the way discord is structured um the way the threads go it it feels like you have arrived at a party where you don't know anyone and there's just conversations going on around you and you don't really know what people are talking about and no one's inviting you in and it's just a very strange community i don't know i've i've just not got any value from it whatsoever um so i don't think i will be renewing my subscription i think if they've done a better job of actually you know just saying here's what we do you know here's a little guide um that might have helped but instead i I just feel like i'm on a mailing list that's telling me about um you know healthcare benefits in the u.s and um events that are going on in Oregon and things like that and it's like this this isn't for me it's meant to be an international organization and it is still very much an American organization um so yeah I'm you know if you get value from it then more power to you but I think what I will do next year is instead of renewing my membership I will look at something like the Alliance of Independent Authors because I think that that is probably more useful for me as an independent author, I think that the SFWA is, is definitely more focused on uh, people who have contracts with corporate publishers and things like that. So, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm a bit disappointed with that organisation. So in July, I started work on Crucible of Shadows and I, yeah, I think I got to the 25,000 word point in Ravenglass Legends and then Crucible of Shadows, I started work on first couple of chapters on that. Um, I think I got about 4,000 words in and then burnout. Yes, I had burnout this year. Um, I should have seen a science for it, I really should have. Um, like, I think, really, um, starting a new project straight after doing Trial of Thieves, should have had a break. Um Doing the, what was it, kind of spinning all those plates, all those projects, trying to do different things. I felt like I couldn't settle on anything. I felt like I didn't know what I wanted to do, didn't know what project I wanted to work on. And really that should have been a sign for me to just kind of take a step back and have a break. And instead I got burnout. And it's real and it sucks. And I, yeah, it's uh, it took me couple of months to get over, I would say. 
So I think I took July off, August off, and then I got back to it in September. So, you know, through this time, I paired a lot of things back. I stopped doing interviews. I, you know, because I was doing a, you know, trying to get at least a couple of podcasts done a week, a lot of video stuff. So I paired a lot of things back. I uh, knocked the indie author mastermind on the head. Um, I just realised I was doing too many things, I was making bad decisions. And uh, yeah, I rested, I meditated, I read. And one thing I did, I mean, I did do some writing, but it was, um, I just wanted to find the joy in it. So I did, you know, a short story and there was no pressure. You know, if it didn't work, it didn't work. And yeah, I wrote a couple of short stories over the summer. Um, But it wasn't anything big, it wasn't anything major. It was just, yeah, just to kind of enjoy it. And that's what I did. And I think it really helped when I did get to the September. And I also, during that time, did a book launch. I released uh, the Ravenglass Chronicles mega box set. So, you know, there's all these things that I was doing that were, uh, <laughs> yeah, just loads. Like looking back, it's like, well, how did I even balance that? How did I even manage that? And the answer is, is I paid for it. Um, I was borrowing energy from the future, basically. Um, so, luckily for me, the Ravenglass Chronicles box set has done really well. Um, that gave a real boost to my income, you know, because as I said about my wife leaving teaching, she left teaching over the summer. So then we went all in. She went full time editor, I'm full time author. Um, and so our business was all about books. And so, you know, come the September time, luckily, while my wife was building up her clients, I was earning a good amount from this Ravenglass Chronicles box set. So, you know, that series over the last few years has done so well for me. It has changed my author career um, from one that is, you know, mediocre at best to earning quite a bit more than the average author. So really pleased with how that has gone. Yeah, several months now of that doing really well, that's going to, you know, give me allow me to save money for rainy days and stuff like that. And in the new year, of course, there will be a audiobook version as well to add to that. So that will be another revenue stream. So that is great. And then the summer holidays, going into that with... A visit to Jersey on the Channel Islands. So this was great. This was such a nice week we had in Jersey. Never been there before. Uh, the weather was good. We stayed in a hotel with a pool. Yeah, it was great. A lot of rest. Um, went to see some cool stuff there as well. Things like um, the war tunnels and Jersey Zoo and things like that. So yeah, definitely recommend going there. I think I'd like to go there again because we didn't have that much time to explore and there are some cool castles there we saw jersey castle the main castle in saint helier but there are other castles around that i would have liked to have seen so yeah definitely enjoyed that and yeah it was a lovely summer actually a lot of good weather which helped so spent a lot of time just enjoying morecambe so that is where i live enjoying the sunshine enjoying the beach walks along the prom just recharging my batteries writing the odd short story here and there yeah, that was a life. <laughs> so 
So in September, I got back to working on Crucible of Shadows. So yeah, first half of September went really well for me. Um, I got into a really good flow with that story. And then I got the Rona. Yes. So the dreaded COVID-19. Yeah, kind of knocked me out for about a week or so. And then I think the weird thing about it was I felt like I got better, did a couple of days of work, and then it had hit me again. And it was this weird thing where it was almost like it, it came in waves in cycles. And I think it took me about three or four weeks really to actually shake it. Um, so even through that, even through the Rona, um, I got through, I, I just found writing so much easier. Like Crucible of Shadows was an absolute dream to write. I think even through having that interruption, it was like the easiest book I've written. It couldn't have gone better. It was just really smooth. You know, I dictated the first draft um, and then just did my old method of redrafting and then, you know, tidying it up, making the world feel lived in, that kind of thing. So that went really well. And, um, yeah, really just, yeah, says a lot about the importance of method and also the importance of having a rest so next year I will make sure that I am not working over the summer holidays I have a proper break because burnout wasn't fun and yeah just having more breaks throughout the year not feeling bad about having a break because you know allowing myself to recharge and refresh meant that I was able to write this book with a lot of energy and for it to just work really well I think it also helped that at this point I'd decided to stop doing the TikTok so much. And I, yeah, now I just post on it once a week with my author diaries. So I had a, what, a good first draft of that done by the middle of October. And then, of course, you had October half term and then just working on the redraft of that. Um, now, one thing that happened in November is the return of seasonal affective disorder. So, yeah, this usually happens, you know, end of October, early November most years. And uh, what was it? Yeah, I think going to Egypt helped the year before. Um, even now before I went to Egypt, I felt like crap. So I think, you know, what I've realised is it's not about, it's not the weather itself. I think it is the change, the transition from the summer to the autumn that I find difficult. You know, once you've got past the... I suppose the autumn equinox, I think the amount of sunlight that I'm getting. Um, so, you know, I did a lot of stuff to make sure I was taking care of myself. Um, where I am sitting right now in my house, we've got a bay window that gets the sun during the day. So I've been spending a lot of time in my sitting room just letting the sun land on my face, <laughs> just getting that vitamin D, getting the sunlight. And I think that has helped. I think once I got past that, kind of initial couple of weeks of, of feeling rubbish. You know, I feel all right now in December and we are, what, a week away from, uh, well, when you hear this, it'll have already passed. So, you know, a week away from Christmas. But, um, yeah, so it was a challenging bit, but I did my work. I got it done. Um, even through that, I think the Crucible of Shadows thing was just worked really well. By the time... The end of November came, I had completely done Crucible of Shadows. So this book basically took me, what, 10, 11 weeks to write, finish, 
And that was with coronavirus. That was with seasonal affective disorder. So amazing. Yeah, couldn't be more pleased with that. Yeah, I think I also had a bit of a scare that month with my uh, Amazon account getting suspended temporarily. So this was for a misleading keyword in one of my books. Apparently, I have checked all my books and I don't know what the keyword is. When I've asked Amazon for clarification, they said they don't need to give any clarification. And they sent me a basically a link to their terms and conditions. So I don't know what I've done wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Still in the dark over that. Um, but what I have done is, you know, it has meant that I've gone through all my keywords again, changed a few, improved a few, uh, checked all my categories. So there's a lot of stuff that um, just a bit of a refresh on the books that I have done as a result of that. Um, so, you know, every cloud is a positive thing. I'm also pulling several of my books out of Amazon exclusively in the new year. So, you know, that is on them if they'd have been a good business partner and not uh, ignored my request for an answer, then I will still be with them exclusively for those titles. But now in the new year, I will be sending my post-apocalyptic books, so five novels and the two Gamelit novels into the other stores, see whether I can get some traction on those. I'm going to keep them in there at least for a year, probably permanently, so they will be available in a lot more places. And if it works out well, then I'll probably be doing the same with my fantasy stuff as well at some point. Um, so, yeah, interesting stuff. I uh, I wasn't happy with how they dealt with that. It was very scary. Um, it has made me think a lot about diversifying my income, how I'm going to do that. So it might involve things like running Kickstarter campaigns to get books funded before I publish them and also working on getting this wider network of places um i think there's just a lot of i don't know i feel like there's a lot of things with my confidence in my books that's an issue like i just even even though the reviews are good and even though they sell there's something in my head that just goes oh john the crap you're not going to sell them so i don't know i just need to get over myself think um but yeah i, I think that next year is going to offer a new set of challenges and I've basically given myself January to work on getting the books into all these different places, working on launching of, the, what's it called, Trial of Thieves. Um, I've also got Crucible of Shadows. That will be coming out in February. So um, I've got, yeah, that first kind of six weeks, that first half term in next year will be based on... Um, yeah, admin-related tasks. So I don't know how much actual writing I'm going to get done. I'm not planning on doing any writing. Um, so that is what I'll be focused on. So moving into December, I went back to working on Ravenglass Legends Book 1. So I got to 25,000 words of that using the old cycling method before. And so I have just got back into that story. And then since then, that's that's what I've been working on. And, you know, recording this on, what is it, December the 16th, and I'm already up to 60,000 words. Um, I'm probably going to work on this a little bit over the December holiday, over the Christmas break. Um, 
I think I'm just going to do a thousand words in the morning, something like that, just to keep the kind of momentum going, the flow going, because I don't want to break off from this one. And I am aiming for a book that is about 70 to 75,000 words. By the look of it, I think it'll hand at about 72,000 words. That is my estimate, but we shall see. Um, so, yeah, so that is that is my review of the year. Um, I hope you have a great new year. As ever, you can follow me on Twitter at John underscore Cronshaw. You can also join my newsletter. So if you go to my website, it's johncronshaw.com, you can get a free starter library for the Ravenglass universe. So this includes Birth of Assassins, which is a novel-length prequel. You can get the novella The Fool. You can get the novella Blades of Wolfsbane, which is the prequel to the Ravenglass Legend series. And you will also get stories like The Little Thief and Clockwork Titan and uh, the what is it, the Princess and the Tailor. So there's loads of stories that you will get over the weeks once you sign up. So until next time, cheerio. Mm-hmm.